Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with the CEO of Executive Leadership Consulting, Sonia Shelton. She founded Executive Leadership Consulting in 2007 from her passion for partnering with leaders and high achievers to create a clear vision and build work environments where employees are fulfilled and completely committed to their organization's success. She has captured her leadership tips and success stories and her number one Amazon best-selling book, You're an Executive, But Are You a Leader? Having been an executive as well as an international speaker and consultant, she knows how to tap into lesser-known hidden practices that drive true leadership. She's got a great story. Enjoy this interview. Hi, Sonia. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you today? I'm doing well. <laughs> great to meet you. Where are you located? I'm in Los Angeles. Oh, LA. Great. I'm in Kansas City. Ah, wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So, well, hey, it's great to meet you. And before we get into your life and work, I want to know, how did you survive COVID? I know, especially LA, everyone had their different constraints and things that went into it. How did you survive that three-year time period? And how has it changed you now that we're kind of in the quote-unquote post-pandemic era? Yeah, I think it was an, it was a very interesting time for me on many levels. Um, I think the first thing was, a big panic in some of our clients. And um, one of the benefits that we had is executive leadership consulting has always been um, virtual. So I was able to do webinars for clients on how to manage a virtual team, how to lead a virtual team, how do you ensure productivity, and, um, and also really seeing the need for empathy and to create some space to just really connect with people on a personal level. How are you doing? How is your family? And and kind of creating that space within the culture, which I think uh, changed a lot of how team cultures operate. And then for for me personally, um, it was pretty hard because I lost three family members in wow. 10 days from COVID. And so it has changed me significantly in that way. And, um, and, you know, just, you know, a realization of, of the importance of being present and, um, and really connecting with the people that you care about and that you love and making sure that any moment they could go, you never know, right? And so, so really valuing, uh, valuing my relationships, I think a little bit more. So let's get to the essence of what you do for a living. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders, career day. One of the kids looks up and says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? I think I would, I would say from their level, um, you know, sometimes when you're in school, you have to do problems projects with other kids, or maybe you're in sports. And sometimes when you're trying to do that, you can't get everybody organized, or maybe there's some conflict and some kids do um, do things differently than you. And that's what I do work, right? So I do that for companies, I help them be more productive, get done what they want to get done faster and more efficiently. And also in a way that really brings purpose and passion to what they're doing so that they feel fulfilled in what they're doing. So what did you want to be in the third grade? What was your dream to grow up and become? Um, in the third grade, I wanted to be a teacher, uh, which, but I resisted that, which in a way, that's kind of what I do. Not exactly, but in a way I do, I do do some training and yeah. coaching can have a teaching component as well. 
Um, but uh, I resisted it for a long time. And I used to say, I'm not a teacher. Um, and, <laughs> and uh, but, but I think when I look back, yeah, that's kind of what I became in, the, in a way. So let's go back to your childhood. Tell me where you were born and raised and how these seeds of wanting to be a teacher and to be into business and, and to help people. How did that happen? Yeah, so I grew up in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is an amazing place, but doesn't have, uh, it's not big, right? So it's not a big city, like where I live in LA now, it's not anywhere close to that. Yeah. But my parents were um, entrepreneurs, they had their own business. And a lot of what happened is the harder conversations about what was happening with people in the company they had at home over the dinner table, right? So, so it was really the hardest business conversations that I was exposed to and the, and the hardest people talent conversations that I was exposed to. And at the time I, I swore I would never be in business. Like I have no desire to do any of that and um, started my career in journalism, but then sort of realized as every job that I ever had, I would quickly move into a leadership position. And, and I think I credit my parents for that in, you know, giving almost by osmosis, giving me leadership training as I as I was growing up, watching them struggle with and get and figure out how to get through their challenges and struggles as business owners. So who's been a hero for you in your life? I would say they are, but in different ways, right? So I, I think um my dad more from the visionary, you can do anything, anything's possible if you really believe you can do it, like really inspiring, uh, really encouraged me, uh, especially as a woman, right, to to not let those things that people were telling me limit me of what about what I could do or what I could accomplish. And then um, similarly with my mom on a, in a different way, she actually went through some of those things. So she, uh, growing up in New Mexico also, she was asked to drop out of school in the ninth grade to go to work to pay for her brother to go to college because her education wasn't that important. And watching her, of course, I wasn't alive at that time, but but watching what she accomplished knowing that and she ended up going back to school. She she ended up getting her master's degree. She was a speaker all over the country and um and really seeing like the breaking through those limitations that, that were real for her. So so my dad saying what was possible and then her actually living it were were both inspirations to me. So speaking of inspirations, if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who'd it be? I think I would pick. Oprah Winfrey. And I think similarly, um, yeah, I think maybe some people might say they want to meet her because of her inspiration. But I really am fascinated by her life story and and how she's overcome some of the things that she's overcome. And really, you know, she's always positive in how she shows up in the public, but she's really been attacked and um in, you know, in the media and 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 by people and and yet she still perseveres, right? And she still continues to have that optimism and hope. And, and I would love to just talk to her about how she does that and keeps that mindset. And um, and I think we could all learn a lot from that. Absolutely. So what is the motivation for you every day to wake up and to do the job that you do and to help people? What is that for you? 
For me, we we have a process called the why connection. And so my why is really what motivates me. Um, so, so I believe success happens when I partner with other people to create an impact. And it's that impact that is really what motivates me. And I, I, I really think that when people spend most of their day at work, that that can have a ripple effect, positive or negative in every aspect, right? So, so when you have a good day or a bad day at work, that impacts how you come home or if you work from home, when you interact with your family, it in, in, impacts the family and how you feel about work actually changes that can change the fi- family dynamic for the positive or for the negative. And then your family, you and your family then go out into the community and you know, you're at the market or um, at the gas station and you're mindset and how your emotions are now transmitting to how you're treating other people in the community. And so that impacts other people in the community. And so I see this ripple effect of how people are fulfilled at work. And, and when they're passionate about work, how that can ripple out into um, greater circles of influence and, and really make a difference in people's lives. So even if I just impact one person, um, especially if they're a leader, right, then they could impact hundreds of people in the in where they work. And then those hundreds of people can impact thousands of people in their communities. And so that's re- what really motivates me to do what I do. So speaking of impact, what's your favorite client success story? One that always puts a smile on your face. Oh, wow. I have a lot. Um, I, I'll, so I'll just, I'll just pick a, rec- a recent one. Um, I have a client who it was, I was brought into the company to to coach their top executives. And there was one of them that I was warned ahead of time was probably going to be the most challenging. And he he spent our first session interviewing me and saying, like, why is this a valuable use of my time and really pushing back? And and I loved it because I I was I saw it as a challenge and he, he became one of my favorite clients. And we expanded into working with his team coaching other members on his team, but also creating, you know, a team purpose and, and things like that. And, um, and they do, they can't really tell me what they do because what they do is top secret work for the government. But, um, but in just having a conversation with him and, and he said, you know, you, you don't even realize the impact that you've had on how we do what we do and our ability to deliver and that that based on what we deliver out you know, with our product out into the government, you know, you're making a difference in the world, right? And and because of what of the technologies that we're providing, right? And and it really just struck me that again, that ripple effect of um you never know how what how you're influencing other people and and how they they then can influence and, and can really make a difference in how the world works. So what are you the proudest of that you've done so far in your life? Of all the things that you've accomplished, what are you the proudest of? You know, I am less about the accomplishments that I've done. I think, and I think, um, you know, I, I know that there have been many, but there, it's more about that I'm always growing, right? That I've never stopped evolving. I've never stopped growing. I've never stopped changing. I think that's what I. And most proud of, and and uh, I see that people who 
are successful in whatever they do, whether that's, you know, entertainment or sports or business, that when they're constantly evolving and looking at how can they serve and how can they change to have a bigger impact, um, they're, they're really making that difference for people. And also, they never get bored. I am never bored because I am constantly evolving and learning and always see more that, that I can learn and continue to develop. And that, and I think that's what I would be most proud of. So everyone has a perception of you, family, friends, uh, clients, colleagues, but you ultimately run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I think that, um, you know, I've had... I, I'm I'm somebody who really believes in possibility, right? So, um, and choice, right? So, so I think where I I get frustrated when people argue for their limitations, <laughs> right? And because I, I can see the possibility for them, and it's something that comes naturally to me to to want to see the possibility for people and see the potential of who can, they can be and um and what they can do and what they can accomplish and um so yeah i'm i'm somebody that that sees that possibility in people even when they can't see it for themselves so sonia if anyone wants to hire you learn more about you anything about your business and your world where can they go the best place to go is executiveleader.com we have uh, hundreds of articles there. We have free webinars that you can watch. Um, you, if you want to learn more about the Y Connection, you can find out about that there. I think it's a good repository for everything that we do and lots of resources there. And if anybody wants to reach out to me, they can just go to the contact, uh, contact us and that and that can be forwarded to me. And I'm happy to um, to talk to anybody who's more interested in what we're doing. Sonia, thank you for your story. This was great. I appreciate you opening up. Best of luck with everything. Thank you. You too. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Hey.